Yeah, we go. We do know people with trucks. I got an erect November Oh, damn. I still don't have my truck back. We got to talk about so the, the Oh, that's company, crazy. Instead of totaling me out, I've been on the road, and they plan on letting me have my truck back. And they ain't going to just total you out? Is it a parts thing? Yeah. That's crazy. If they don't go to AliExpress and call it a day. <laughs> Not AliExpress. <laughs> for the parts. Alibaba. Not for the parts. Look, I, I do want my truck back, but I don't In one piece. <laughs> nah, that's that's fake. <laughs> Not the Tesla version. We need the Americans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to show you. I don't want to show you if it's sold. You know, I mean, what is I've been down a rabbit hole, y'all. I'm serious. It's You've been doing great. You moving into a different place. I have a new place, but I just I'm I'm here for a color vibe. Like it's real eclectic. I want an orange couch. I think I want a groovy like my aesthetic is like groovy retro situation. So I've been thinking about oranges and pinks lately. And then I follow this girl. That look like <laughs> I definitely can't gauge the weight of a couch from a photo. It looked like it's, it's like a love seat, actually. I feel like it's, you know, when it's like a two-cushioner mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I think I need three for security. I have a two-cushioner, and that's why I think I know it's a love seat. But, I mean, no, it would brighten up a room. You seen our orange, <laughs> you seen our orange couch? I know it's hard to get used to. It's hard to get used to. Weird, you, you and know? Corey will be good companions. Actually, there, we orange have couch. Have it's in Ruby like, hey, Corey. Yeah. yeah. Westport. Mm, we don't. Oh, you know what? Mm-mm. I mean, not Westport. <laughs> oh, true. We we closed that one. <laughs> not Westport. I I, <laughs> I need to stop acting yeah. like I don't stay over there. True. Yeah. Bruce. Um. Yes, right, I, w- I will right never live in Westport. The mural is so vivid. It's like maybe. I feel like I don't make eye contact over there because people always be over make in that eye area <laughs> and they be working and I'm like y'all are all, I feel like it's the same people that just come in and like do the same because I'm like oh okay yeah. Good I'm gonna just to get do in it. the mix it's fine. I guess I put over here ruby jeans in it's a nice little vibe in there I'll yeah, come by tomorrow and check out the couch uh, I have to go to the truth one like no, on the no. little no you said used to I said where you because going? y'all be closed before I could pull up that was the thing like my work schedule started moving around so I would like be too late. And but she got to move to into the neighborhood, neighborhood so she'll That's be able to walk happens. to the location. Uh-huh. I said, but you got to move into the neighborhood, so you can walk to the location. Don't be telling everybody that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heard it here first, we'll folks. We'll my address. All right. Heard yeah, it first here, everybody. folks. <laughs> so when you see us outside walking. <laughs> That's yeah. That ain't the neighborhood. Yeah, there's. Looking at a few different spots, oh, okay. I feel like. She, okay. she want to move around the corner. Corey wants me to be a city girl with her, so I feel like I owe her that. Where you so live in, uh, well, I guess we don't. Oh, no. Shit, I live, I'm, I live the in Northland. I live in Winterfell, if you're a Game of Thrones the North. fan. Not at all. <laughs> you watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. You don't watch TV? So no reality TV or nothing? Nope. Dang, because I wanted to talk about Love is Blind for just a quick second, because I finally got through it. You don't watch Love is Blind. Wasn't there something going on? No. Wasn't they talking about that? You're going to always catch it on the timeline. That's me. You're going to catch it on the timeline. That's me. I just think it's a really good experiment. I think it's a good idea. Like, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, you turn cameras on and people aren't themselves Mm. all the time. Not saying that, you know. Liddy, Not saying that that's, like, with everybody. But sometimes, shit, I feel like they was a little bit too much they self this this past season because when they uh, showed them clips at the reunion of Micah and Irina, I was like, y'all. I was like, yeah, I finally watched the reunion. I was like, y'all proud of this? (laughs) Per the timeline. I'll tell you, I will tell you, 
I know the names, no faces, no yeah. face, no case. That's so. how I do sports. So I just go on ESPN, like, okay, I got him up. Yeah, yeah you know? interesting. So, like, the, the premise of the show is basically that you you go, like, there's 15 people, there's 15 men, there's 15 women, and you are in these pods, essentially, and you're dating them through a wall. So you don't see them. So you're only building, like, an emotional connection and falling in love with a person based off of their personality, not, like, you know, it's what they look like. Real voices, right? It is their real voice. Yeah, yeah. So it's their real voices. Y'all having real conversations. Everything is, like, normal dating, but, like, you're not looking at them. You can't see them until it's time to propose to, for the men to propose to the women, and then you kind of can see if love is blind and if you can actually fall in love with the person. But there have been successful marriages that have come from that, you know, and, you know, there have been some very unsuccessful ones, too. It removes so. the layer of vanity. It does. Um, granted, like, they find fairly good-looking people Until there. Like, I don't want to force no my opinions on there. No but it ain't like, options. no, yeah, it ain't no, like, Quasimodo's on there. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, you know, like, fairly attractive people. But just, you know, like, I feel like anybody's attractive if you actually like them. <laughs> mm. in, in my opinion. In my opinion. I feel like Irina would disagree, really probably. What, what? Anybody's attractive if you actually like them. Um, it's given pansexual. Um, if you like them, in my opinion, and I don't think that a lot of what relationships focus on is actually liking each other. I don't think, I literally, look, I don't think some people get in relationships and know that you're allowed to like your partner. Like, this this is your friend. Like, at the very least, it should feel like a friendship. Yeah. I feel like. Um, not an obligation. I talk to some people and I'm like, oh, I got to get away. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, not saying, like, time with, you know, your friends and by yourself isn't important. But I just, like, I talk to, I, I try to talk to, I try to talk to a good mixture of men and women, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't be like sick of a person to where like you're almost disgusted by them, or like you know, yeah, like you just because no. I feel like you just didn't really get to know them that well, and so like maybe you made choices based off of vanity, and like you, you know, you you stuck around, and now you're just in it, and like you got comfortable, and that's just kind of like where the infidelity and just lying, just the the in the dishonest things that happen in relationships occur, because I feel like if you're not really friends. You don't have an incentive to preserve that person's feelings or spare that person's feelings. I feel like, you know, if you're actually friends with a person, like there's like some type of base level of friendship and mutual respect, it's a lot easier to pursue a relationship. So I would say, are you friends with them before and after y'all live together? Mm. See, and there, there, that depends, that's right? The, that's the part. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, like you, you live with somebody, and you know, like you know. All the little nooks and crannies. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not like this temporary thing in and out and like mm-hmm. the glimpses mm-hmm. of life. It's like, no, I'm. Are you snoring? <laughs> like, yeah, I. That's me. Allergies bad. I'm snoring like a mug. You know, yeah. like you, talk you, about you it. Can't put up with somebody snoring. You don't know if you really like them. You know, like because we we got a whole other <laughs> side that nobody sees. That's very. Cool. That's like, very. Why y'all laughing? Not what you think. <laughs> Why y'all laughing? This is a lot. You know why I'm laughing? But, I mean, I feel like, okay, but I also feel like maybe the dynamic based off of, like, how people live together should change. I feel like the only reason, like, man and wife or, like, you know, um, couples share rooms is because they only build houses with, like, one or two bedrooms. Like, you think about the houses that, like, our parents grew up in and, like, even um, the original house that my mom grew up in before they renovated it, like, in the 70s, like, it was like a two-bedroom house, and there's five kids in there. So, so you know, like a, or like a three-bedroom house, and five kids. Well, it was two bedrooms, five kids. So, like, they had to use the basement to to make that uh, the boys 
room and then like one room belongs to the mom. And like it, you know, it only made sense based mm-hmm. off of like just the way they built houses. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, I feel like <sighs> I don't know if I could share a room with somebody. I'm not even going. <laughs> I keep hearing I the secret to often. success is separate bathrooms. Separate bathrooms Ooh. for sure. I keep hearing that's the secret. But I've had my own bathroom like most of, like I understand that's a privilege. But like I've had my own bathroom most of my life. Just uh-huh. laugh. I gotta know. He's <laughs> 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 like I never thought of that. Separate bathrooms. Yeah. Because at least that's there's a secret. A, I feel like most things done in the bathroom require solace. Like just a level of, I need to be here alone. Who's <laughs> on bathroom duty in your home? Yeah. Bathroom cleaning. Bathroom? Mm-hmm. Me. Oh, interesting. Yep, I, I clean the bathrooms. Um, but bathrooms, I don't know. I feel like it's also, I think it's perspective because you can share like um, intimacy and romance and bathroom like at the same time candles and you know yada 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 mm-hmm. and so i think it's a it's the person it's the person like you there's no places or times you if it's the person that you that you really want to be and so you need everybody need their time mm-hmm. right. right but it's you know it's couples that shower together every single night that feels crazy and it's i know it's wild <laughs> but it's it's this like this but yeah, you're no right. you're deep right. level of intimacy yeah. that that comes with that sometimes see know? when you say intimacy i knew i knew you were going to tie it into the bathrooms but i thought you were going to say like brushing your teeth together but everything. candles is even better because I, mean, I feel like candles and stuff that feels like a more intentional like we are having a moment like we're having a self-care day so let's light the we candles are taking up. a bath we are taking a bath like we're doing <laughs> it like you know that's why i, I gotta have big bathtubs in my spot but like but like i'm more comfortable with that but like i never understood like the couples who would like shit in front of each other or just like oh i just gotta go to the bathroom i'm like they no actually i'm never gonna be okay with that and like you my parents were about that life yeah you know what and some people are some people like that level of close this can't wait me like I can shower with a person, but I'm not shitting with you in here. Get so out of you, here. You heard the you, you, <laughs> get you out of here. The, you've heard the saying, "I love your dirty drawers." Yeah, or they, this person loves. Yeah, your I dirty drink your drawers. bath water. Crazy that, shit. I mean that. Well, that's a little too. Funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> two different phrases. <laughs> <laughs> two different ones. That was a color purple reference. That was. Yeah. <laughs> that was. You took it though. Um, I did take it there. But I think it's, it's something to space. that. You know, like. Into that. You find that that the Somebody right like person. It. It's like it don't. The rules kind of like disappear. Yeah, mm. I think that's real. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. I'm I'm not one of those people, but I love that. I love that that y'all can just smell each other's in present day bodily aromas and present, it just be a day. <laughs> and it just be I a thing. Can y'all revisit this conversation? Because <laughs> it's gonna come a day. <laughs> it's gonna she come a day. Like, What's wrong with Lex? <laughs> she met him. It's not. <laughs> 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 I don't feel and like that's gonna happen, but I will keep you. I'm gonna keep you posted. Come around the corner and Lex is gonna melt. <laughs> it's gonna. Y'all, y'all let me it know. Like nah, you, you I'm gonna text you when it happens. I'm gonna text you when it happens. I'm like, if it does happen, I'm gonna text you as soon as I remember what you were talking about on the podcast. Nah, nah, I. I'm gonna be bad. I don't. I don't know. Shower? We getting clean? I feel like. All right, that's fine. Let's go ahead and start the show. It's umami in the back. Hey. Hey, girl. (laughs) How you feeling? Girl. How much time you got? How much wine you got? I gotta get something off of my mind. We spilling the juice, so I'm feeling all right. 
I know I can find it. I know I can find it. Radical lightning. I was gonna come over if that's okay. Like a good cold open, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did do it. I did do it. <laughs> okay, are y'all gone? Thanks, thanks, Auntie. Thank you. Thank you. Have you had enough? <laughs> okay, then. You say I should be leaning forward aggressively like that. We should. I will say recently, like. I done had a lot going on in my world, right? So somebody was like, girl, what happened? And I was like, look, how much time you got? How much wine you got? Ooh, it was so ooh. relevant. Like, it was the perfect. It was true. Look, how much time you got? We can just get it Me writing that song. Yeah. Yeah, I probably do need one of those. Big Sean had one of those, and I, I did download that app. Oh, the boy. Boy. Like, oh. it would just be like, I go up. Like it would just it would just be like all of his like uh saying in just one app. Very like it was it was interesting. It you was got a, lot of those? a lot of those apps or do I have a lot of sayings? Sayings. He's got a lot of sayings. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Do I? What what's your favorite Lexi saying? Don't do that. Mm. I know mine. Mm, go first. Oh some shit. <laughs> 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 oh some shit. <laughs> Sometimes, and huh. I just be needing that's really your huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. My favorite Coryism is huh. All right, she says it. All right. Like I haven't uh-huh. been confused like, lately. It, it makes you like I'm not even gonna lie. Like it, if I was on the receiving end of one of the huhs that she gives, huh? I would just want to just crawl in a hole and die. Like I'm just like, yeah. It's hard to do it when it's on the huh. <laughs> <laughs> She does a she does a church lady rock to the side. I'd be really confused, but I don't like to be confused. So it's really like the face right now. That's the face. (laughs) It's a full record stop. Like it's a wait. Hold on. You just flipped the page and I wasn't ready. I didn't finish reading the page. You gotta have understanding, and that's how you get to it. She's all right. I just don't like to be the outsider on the insiders. I feel like if I don't know, then everybody else knows. Then I'm outside the joke. She's our resident Capricorn. It just gotta make sense. It really do. It do. Yeah, yeah. It do or it don't. And that is why she is the Black Daria. And this is Ooh. the Radical Alignment Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Lisa's, a.k.a. AKA Holy Lex. A and magician. this is the Radical Alignment oh. <laughs> With me, I have <laughs> Corey, <laughs> a.k.a. the Black Daria, a.k.a. your local book pusher. Oh, the blackest. <laughs> and so with a quick little shoe change here. Ready to go do some Janet choreography. We got AK the six upside down. It's the nine now. Ooh. Gangster. How I you love her little gangster finger. Did you see him when she <laughs> Yo, and we got a special guest here. If you didn't hear it, I know Wait, y'all, y'all heard that man. Huh? Y'all going to the concert? Yeah. One of she's, she's going as our representative. Uh, yeah. She's our media specialist. I she's got just one choreography set just for this. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> like I was I just wanna ch- <laughs> that's all I wanna do. I ain't even gonna hold you. Can you just have can you just have the person going with you just to record? <laughs> so I could <laughs> so I can see just the I just want an eight count and then that's it. That's all like, I got. Then and that but you do it that's so well. Uh huh. Who we got today? Who we got? Who we got? Yo, it's Chris Good. Good with an E. 
Bah, 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 bah. The genuine juice guy up in here. Isn't this thing Hello. like a G string? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Wow. Like, I mean, there's so many things that I can say. I've known Chris for a really, really long time now because he made me feel like I think I made him feel old, but I didn't. I, I felt like I felt, you know, just adequately aged. Um, <laughs> that a lot can happen in seven years. But, you know, feel free to introduce yourself to the listeners, I'm sure. A lot of them know who you are, but go ahead and I'd like to see how you introduce yourself. Um, my name is Chris. I am a father. I'm a husband. I'm a believer. Um, I own Ruby Things Future. Um, I love Kansas City. Kansas City is it, it's got a piece of my heart. The real Kansas City, not the hype Kansas City. Mm. Ooh, I like um, that. But I'm I'm just one of those people that I don't accept what is. Um, I always am after what could be, and I'm always asking myself the hard questions. That's me. Love I like it. that. The other Thank Leo you in the room. Us. Thank you for joining us. Truly, like I I'm happy to have you here again. Like I've known Chris for a really long time, and his business has been just like a major uh, staple in Kansas City. Um, you for sure major mark. Um, he uh he didn't even tell y'all, but he got a he got a holiday in Kansas City, <laughs> like casually. I'm sorry, that's too much of a flex, and I say out loud. I'm not even gonna hold you. If you don't want it, I'll take that day. If you want, if you don't want it, 11 11 is his day. I was there. I was there at. I want to say both grand openings. I want to say I was there at the mainstream one and the um, and the truce one. But yo, like the truce one, I feel like you know you have a special place. Yeah. I wasn't. I'll be, I be popping up. You know what I'm saying? I'll be popping up to show love. Our resident A&R member. <laughs> Listen. I'm just, you know, I just got an ear to the streets, really. Like, it's really BAK. But I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, sometimes. It's support. It's, it's showing yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Showing up. Showing up. And, I I mean, your product has always been something that I felt like is obviously very important. Um, in a place like Kansas City, like, I mean, it's a barbecue capital, so there's not a lot of juiceries. <laughs> I mean, safe to say, like, if, if pork and steak are the kings of, like, the city, it's just hard to believe that, like, you know, in places like Middle America, like, there, are just, there just aren't a lot of healthy options at all. <laughs> so, um, let alone black healthy options or yeah. black-owned healthy options. So, yeah, I've been a, a Chris Good Ruby Jeans fan for a long, long time. Um, long, Both long time. Show. Back at the Westport location. Look, like... Pulling up, like just annoying the shit out of him. Like, I was just like, hey, you back <laughs> again. I remember the first time Lex told me you about back Ruby again. Like, hey, you know, Westport, like, it's this smoothie shop. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what music was playing because it wouldn't have been Larry June because this is like further back than Before that. Then. But yeah. it was like on some, like, hey, he had Kendrick playing. <laughs> Maybe it was dumb. Like, I don't know. It but been, yeah, it, was, it was like, yeah. yo, and then the the, the smoothie was like fire. <laughs> like, like it was actually. Good. It might have been a kale, yeah. Like this is it like was, yeah between kale yes and the um the pink the pink zing. Pink zing. Like kale still kale my favorite too. I ain't never had my kale yeah with cinnamon. Who do I that? I can see that. Oh, I can see that. Is that a thing? Like, do you actually allow your employees to do that? Because one time we told the employee at Gates to fry our pies, and again. we all got her fired. <laughs> we almost got. <laughs> We went to Gates one time and we was like, "Oh, let's get it. We never got a dessert before. Let's get a dessert." This was years I asked ago. Her to fry the pie. And like it was she, her no, idea. she was she said it. She said it. She it was, was her like, idea. You want us to deep fry it? And I was like, "Nigga, deep fry." It. I mean, she was like, yeah. Well, I just, <laughs> yeah. She was, she was like, out. "I'm just throwing that's it in with the fries." Like. like, yeah. Y'all like that. I'll throw it in there with the fries. Exactly. It and so like it was her way out. 
we thought that it was a staple. We thought that that was something that they did, and we just didn't know. Then, you know, we came back in there, like, I want to say the next, co- what, like, a couple weeks later, thinking that we was going to get the same thing. Girl ain't even there. Wow. But we asked the lady that was there, and we was like, hey, like, so. The whole manager heard <laughs> us and shut it down. She was like, who did that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, uh, 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 I, Maybe they should put it on the menu. I thought it should have been on the not like Are you selling coal yammers? It sounds so like she was on the way out. Like she knew. She was like, Yeah, I'll deep fry it for you. It's my last day anyway. I'll deep fry every out. pie up in this That's thing. She said she was gonna put the whole she was the wrapped pie <laughs> in the <laughs> Listen. She had to, she knew something we didn't. She knew something. But if I I'm go there and ask for a pill, yeah, That's are you gonna like. tell them that like oh, like they okay one of those things like you know secret menu. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds fun. The herbs in the drinks is what really do do a thing. I do though. like a herb, like the mm-hmm. cayenne pepper. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I needed that. In I just want to RJ's lemonade. Food, right? I'm just thankful that I know I can go to Ruby Jeans and get like a fresh ginger shot or the combo, the doctor shot with the echinacea. Like knowing I can just readily grab and go that it's yeah. it's a game changer. I feel changer. like I fulfilled something health wise, like that matters in my body. Like I did the um the juice cleanse that you do at the beginning of every year. I did that last year. Um, pending this year, I was like, "You've done it a we couple of years." This you did year. it when we started so the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, living yeah. actually <laughs> off of the juice. <laughs> I was living off of the juice. I had showed up because I was trying to like be super responsible, like as I was going throughout my day doing this. So like I had like my little cooler, and I just had a bunch of mason jars full of the juice, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just. She did that. You've ever done it. Um, I did it for five days, and then low key, like I was like, I could probably do it for seven. Like I could do it for a full seven, but I know you do it for like the whole month yeah. of January. December, Am I tripping? December. December. I didn't do it yeah. last December. Um, I'm exploring doing one again, but recording the journal. Mm. Do that. Let me know if you need some some, some content. Like, I, 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 I know. For real. For real. What's that? Very your, serious. What was your What was your experience like? So, um, first of all, the juices were delicious. Don't like I tried to like mix the ones that weren't I knew wouldn't be like super taste good. Like I forgot the one that the green one that has the celery in it. Um, yeah. And I was like, let me mix it up because I don't want it to just be like all sweet stuff. Like I want to yeah. do something hard. Like I bad idea. I was <laughs> 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 the spicy lemonade was fire to me, like the cayenne lemonade. Mm-hmm. Like I drank that by itself. Like that was actually like good to me the abc was fire um fire fire that's probably my favorite smooth uh it was yeah it's a real smooth but i mean apples beats carrots like i didn't know that that was like just the holy grail of just like a juicing thing the grapefruit one with the spicy grapefruit i can't remember yeah i got that one i i forgot how many i got it's like six of them like it's like the six little half gallons for the for the five day what was your experience Um, though like but um Man, look, I'm a I'm a faster. I do fast, like just I I have fasted before. Twenty one days is about the longest that I've done it. Um, but yeah, like the the first day, the first day is always going to be the hardest. Um, That's with any journey. I feel like just telling your brain to start, Mm -hmm. and like that, you know, you can just kind of just give yourself permission to try something. Like is the hardest, and once you get beyond that mental block, by the time I got to my third day, like like I would for one, I was sleeping better. Like I noticed. Mm -hmm significantly I was sleeping better after just one day of juicing I didn't know if it was because I was exhausted or if I was going through sugar withdrawals and I just <laughs> needed to go to sleep but y'all sugar withdrawal symptoms look I felt like Ray Charles was when he was trying to detox yeah. heroin I was like yo do you drink coffee? I do drink coffee 
coffee, the coffee, the caffeine withdrawals for me. That's yeah, the, that's the one. Look, I don't know what I was going through that first day. That first day, I was like, I just got to get in the bed. Like, I don't, I like, I don't want to talk to nobody. I did, um, but I did supplement, like you said, like on the, um, on the page, like where you know, it's like if it's your first time juicing, like you give a few tips, and so like I did buy me some like, um, just plain almonds, and like I kept like a gallon of water all around just to kind of keep my stomach full, so I wouldn't think about the sensation and luckily I was at work and that was when I was like at an actual workplace and walking around and like so I'm not really thinking about it as much um so that was another bonus like if I was just working from home drinking these juices I don't know if I would feel the same (laughs) but you know I mean it is what it is but either way like uh by the end of the week I know I had like lost like eight pounds like eight to ten pounds easily if not more like my clothes fit way better but like the mental clarity that I had, like I was productive when it came to just like my creative stuff. Like mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I'm not sure why, but like writing came really easy. Like me being productive came really easy. Like I was able to actually accomplish my to-do list. Like, cause Corey be inspired me to follow my to-do list. That matters. Yeah. And so like, even not even from a cleansing perspective, imagine 10,000 black people that fast. Like that, what we was talking about before the show started. Like literally, like our wellness options are very limited because there's not a lot of knowledge about it. Like it's just not a lot of knowledge, not a lot of information. And then I even think like our food that we eat like dictates our mood. I For mean, sure. like I think about I, we was eating hell spicy chicken sandwiches and hot chips all day and yeah. pop and wondering why you know niggas wanted to fight all day. Like you know, like you you putting sugar in like place like where you know just you know, I know uh, Michelle Obama got a lot of criti- uh, criti- criticism for that, but like you know, just replacing all the pop machines with the tea and juice and like sports drinks versus having pop machines in there. Like, I mean, we was right, like we was bad. Like, you know, like look, some if if we cracked the code to a pop machine, like people was jugging in pop machines, like it was what it was. Like soda but was just like water. It's still going on. I went to for uh, sure Harmon. Um, I don't know, maybe two months ago. Mm-hmm. And they got these like slushies that's just like the vending machine. No, they oh. get them across the counter oh, gotcha. at lunch, and it's just like the sugar. Oh, that would have been sugar water. I was sugar ice all day long. Yeah, and then they expect you to like go and pay attention in class and like. Let me tell you, I have no desire, no desire to know what that is like now because I I was te- I taught at Harmon for like two years and before that because I don't they didn't have slushies when I was there at least it might be something new but when I, I was there check that it out. was like. There's already just, like, a very much, like, lack of respect for authority. It's, a, like, a lack of just respect for oneself. It's just a lot to yeah. deal with in that place. But, yes, I do feel like if they had access to better food um, or just were even taught to – because you even – you hear the word healthy, and it's like – Correlation. Healthy, mm-hmm. Like, you correlate, like, healthy food to things just not tasting good. Yeah. Like, and so, you know, I just feel like – Yeah, kind of like get on with that. Like yeah. Let me do, let me do my thing. Exactly. I literally say sometimes, like, bitter is better. Because, like, yes, healthy foods can be, like, tasty, but at the same time, like, it doesn't have to be, and that's okay. But that's, like, a next level kind of thing. So sometimes I have to say, like, bitter is better. Like, the bitterness of kale. I don't like that. (laughs) But, you know, as opposed to the alternative of sugar that we're so used to. But, like, food is, like, meant to be enjoyed. Like, especially in, like, uh, black, black communities and communities of color, like, there's a reason we call like soul food comfort food. Like it's a food that makes us feel good because I mean, when you're dealing with a reality that isn't really like if you leave your door and now you're a target, you're a suspect, you're 
you know, like you're all of these things, you know, like you're seen in this negative light in the society that has raised you. The one place where you don't really feel like you need to regulate yourself is food. Um, unfortunately, like, and, but also I feel like we haven't been given a lot of options. Cause to me, like, I could, like the juice I just drank, uh, the Vine Street Green, like, that was tasty. But the thing Very is, like, so. I feel like there's not a lot of knowledge about knowing that healthy things can taste good too. Yeah. Even the amount of fruits that we're even exposed to, like, only at so many, like at so young, like it's just it. I don't feel like there's. I feel like what is, what is the like percentage? I forgot what the percentage is. Like the um about the fruit that's sold in America. Like it's like one percent of the fruit that's even grown, mm-hmm. or like just in general, like out of all the fruits that are that exist, like mm-hmm. America has like this many available, like mm-hmm. in supermarkets. So we are pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> So, Chris, even for you, like, over the years, because at this point, like, very much so, Ruby Jeans has made a name for itself, right? It's like a a staple for healthy options here in Kansas City. But what was that, like, education curve like for the public, maybe over the years as you've gotten started and just even, like, helping people grasp, like, yeah, a juice is $7, like, as opposed to your dollar sweet tea from McDonald's. Like, yeah. Yeah. Keeping it extremely, extremely basic has been a, a huge asset. Like, not trying to overcomplicate it, not mm. trying to make it so abstract and fru fru and fluffy, but just, hey, if you drink more of this, if you eat more like this instead of that, you're going to feel better in every single way. And I'm not saying it from the standpoint of, like, oh, I got a 12-pack under here. I'm perfect. I just got this thing down. No, I'm saying it from the standpoint of a regular person that struggles with it, but creates consciousness around it. Right. You know, like something that when I'm off track or I don't feel well, I pull myself back to the healthiest sense. Whereas we, my grandmother, she didn't have that that pullback. She just kept going and then she died. And so it's it's always been about just sharing a authentic story, just sharing honesty and pain and saying, Hey, this is what happened to grandma. This is what I know about it. I'm not an expert. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian, but I know for a fact, if you drink more water, eat more fruits and vegetables, get more rest, walk more, you're going to live longer. And so it's like just being honest about it and not trying to over like just chasing every random fad that comes out. Oh, bone broth is the hottest thing. Oh, uh, tripping off the bone broth. Moth dust is like so hot. I'm making that up. But, you know, it's like always this thing, you (laughs) know, and not to attack any any of those things that people are doing. um, Because if you're trying something, you're trying to be healthier. Great. But I think that there's this. It's almost like a distraction. You know, when these sales tactics come out and it's this thing and then everybody seeks to monetize it. Mm -hmm. And so it's really kind of getting away from just the core of what it was intended for a healthier lifestyle instead of, oh, I got to do this specific thing. No, it's it's like just random things on Mm -hmm. a more continual basis. I made me think of the the keto diet. That's what it made me think of just in the current moment. Like when it comes to just like you may have some some short term results, Mm -hmm. right? Like so even juice cleansing or resetting, as we call it, Mm -hmm. it's not we don't look at it as a what we sell them the most for is vanity. Like Mm -hmm. I'm getting married. I'm going to Vegas. I I need to. I need that, look that good. 10 pounds yeah, you talking about, yeah. I need to lose that. How did you do that? All right, yeah, bam, I'm about yeah. to 
Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I'm going back right back to, to yeah. what it was once mm. that thing is over. Right. Instead of, no, I just want to turn the dial back, mm. kind of like I've been, you know, I've been, I've been kicking it a little bit or whatever yeah. it is, and I want to reset. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to my, my core. Do you find that that message is kind of lost um, amongst maybe, like, people who are older than us? Um, I know that like when it comes to just like eating healthy, like I was vegetarian for like three years and, um, my parents just were not understanding why, like they just, you know, and that was strong too. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I feel like that's common in a lot of black families, like just with the foods that we eat, they're just not like healthy. <laughs> like they're yeah. just not, I mean, yeah. even like just, I mean, even our, our greens are soaked in pork, pork yep. <laughs> and, and just, even if you do. Turkey, I mean, whatever you, you compensate right. for it, you know what I'm saying? It's highly seasoned. It's not raw. Yeah. Um, all of those things that, like, implicate, like, how how nutritious a vegetable is for you. Yeah. But, like, do you think um, – it's it, it's interesting you brought up your grandmother and how, like, she just, like, she just kind of kept going, unfortunately, until she was not with us anymore. But, like, is that ha- – have you seen any traction with that audience, like, that age group? Um, or do you f- meet more resistance? In comparison to like younger folks, I think our audience is younger than mm-hmm. than that generation for sure. We get you know sprinklings, but it wouldn't be like a consistent like we're seeing, you know, a great percentage of fifty plus right. consumers of any race. Um, the beauty about what we do is we do attract every single person. Like, I mean, across all barriers, but the core of it is kind of you know, eighteen, nineteen, and like thirty five outlier ranges of what the demographic looks like um but i do think there's resistance in breaking what you've always done you know like i got an uncle that they'll come by they won't buy nothing they just come (laughs) to check on us it's like you want to come and breathe that's real you know and then like you want something like nah that healthy stuff will kill you and it's like you know they say it in jest but that's the that's the truth they really feel like that i mean even you know like there's this lack of trust between the black community and the healthcare system. I and was so gonna say, do you think that's a reason why? I do. Even? I think there's a, and it's not all wrong, but still, you you gotta. It don't gotta be here, but you gotta find yeah. a way to yeah. get more of this stuff in you. Even if it's holistic, right? Like I mean, like not necessarily like totally understand the medical apartheid. Like I totally understand like black people not really trusting the healthcare system yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah. I don't really Absolutely. feel like anybody should trust the healthcare system, but. I do feel like I think one thing that you are good at is like prompting people to like heal themselves, like yeah. heal themselves through just literally changing your diet. And, and I feel see like themselves in that healing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, that's the thing. And also, I feel like people don't think it's that simple because they've sold us like, well, you just take this pill and it's gonna be cool, or you just get on this diet for X amount of or days that it's really and you're sustainable. Yeah, yeah, something sustainable for sure. So I got a question. Shoot. So in your intro that you gave us just a little bit ago. <laughs> You said you love Kansas City, mm-hmm. the real Kansas City. So what does that mean for you? Um, the real Kansas City is dope. It's, um, you know, it's collaborative. It's, there's a sense of pride for our own. You know, like I was so excited to come and sit in your bookstore. You know, it just gave me this, this very sincere joy. You know, you, young black woman in Kansas City with a bookstore, that you feel when you go and support something like that or Thank black Kansas City or any number of places <laughs> that I can name. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I've traveled a lot around the country, not internationally, 
but it just don't feel like that other places to mm. me you know it, and it's almost like this hidden vibe that we don't really go after and i see it kind of turning the corner this connectivity this this collaboration this yeah. you know these bridges being built um and i love it i love the opportunity i love the I've always been somebody that's an underdog, you know, somebody that's not fully seen or understood or really, you know, people will have a, a, a inkling of something about me and then I think they know who I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what Kansas City is. Kansas City sure. has so much to offer and we, mm-hmm. we just didn't start it. And I'm not talking about the, the hype stuff. I'm not talking about the big stuff that yeah. shall remain nameless that I don't, you know, <laughs> whatever. It don't yeah. really impact yeah. us. Um, I'm talking about that true opportunity to fill those voids that we talk about. I mean, black yoga studio, black mm-hmm. spin, spin studio. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Black plant store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So these opportunities, you know, black bookstore. Like, what? My homegirl's in the sh- flowers, and I'm like, please keep being a florist. Yeah. Like, yeah. keep arranging yeah. flowers. Like, we need a black person who can do this. But you can go to another city, and it's like, that's already. That's just the norm. That's not yeah. a, it's not a, oh, you the first, or oh, you the this. And mm-hmm. I think that's True. exciting, because we get to be a part of crafting the future, like, mm-hmm. for real. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what Ruby Jeans has always been. It's been this um, kind of a, a wayfinder, if you will, you know? Like of just authentic, like good, mm-hmm. I did, I did like raw, that. fresh freedom. Yeah. Because I mean, I nothing there's like there's so that much too. more of it to be untapped. And we mm-hmm. sit right in the, you know, right in the nexus of the country. And it's, we just mm-hmm. get, we have so much opportunity. It mm-hmm. excites me. So that's what I mean by I love Kansas City. Because everywhere you look, you. there's opportunity. Yeah. What'd you say? We feel you. I like yeah. that you use the word opportunity because we talk, we've talked about this on several episodes. Like, um, some people are pioneers and some people are managers and there's nothing wrong with being either one but if you look at Kansas City and you don't see it as a place of opportunity for a business um, mm-hmm. especially as a black person uh, Nia Richardson coined the term city of entrepreneurs and I totally believe in that vision like it's very much um, a place of opportunity and I really feel like it's important that people from here um, grasp those it. opportunities because there are a lot of people who who see the potential in Kansas City who are not from here and like don't know the community and don't know the people and the impact isn't the same. Like when I found out that you're a black man from here, it just hit a little bit differently. So like the support, me giving you support was like, it was second nature. It didn't feel like it was something I had to force. Um, So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned opportunity because it's, I don't feel like people from here see the opportunity. They don't see emptiness or they don't see lack as opportunity they just see it as something that they need to evade and 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 the crazy thing is so many people jumping into so many categories even outside of kansas city that are from kansas city Mm -hmm. i mean journalism and food oh yeah Mm -hmm. fashion Mm -hmm. and and they're they're going and they're doing and they're rising and there's still this underdog mentality and it's like wait these people are doing what you know where for sure young Mm -hmm. young black woman just you know gave us a shout out in Kevin Durant's uh you know medium it's called boardroom mm-hmm. y'all know her Mm-mm. not yet like we might yet. but that's yeah. a, th- it's stuff like that and it's constant and it's not only mm-hmm. business and pursuit that's such an opportunity here um we're so behind you know from mm-hmm. a standpoint of change yeah. and mm-hmm. progress and so I think there's a lot of opportunity to really to really really change and shake some stuff up and then have other people around the country be like oh 
mm-hmm. because we sell centrally located. For sure. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite DJ grounds for that. Yeah. Cause like we're literally like you said like we're smack dab in the middle, so we have the influence from all these places. So we're able to like be informed of like what's happening elsewhere, but also apply it to what works here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and so. then accessibility to it. You know, like that's a big part. We can we can go and glean from those inspirations. We can shoot mm-hmm. down to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We can go wherever mm-hmm. we want very very easily and come right back home. You know, yeah. and then the cost of living is still. Comparably, comparably, comparably to other places, it's creeping. But you know, how y'all afford that? (laughs) What kind of job is everybody in tech? Tears. Like <laughs> I feel like it's everybody. Everybody in this room, black person in tech. Like I'm not even gonna hold y'all. I y'all feel like got Bitcoin at the right time. I feel time. like it's some yeah. um, right. <laughs> like, nailed it. Yeah. I also kind of feel secretive because yeah. how y'all tell how how did y'all hit it and y'all didn't tell everybody else. I just right. want to know. I just feel like I don't know. It's the underground world of rich niggas on Twitter that I just I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all on the black market. Y'all selling <laughs> y'all selling fake bags or something somewhere. I don't know what's going on. But um, it's interesting that you talked about, um, well, I have a couple of things that I wanted to segue off of. One of my favorite DJs had mentioned that, like, a lot of the social policies and just the fact that, I mean, I think it's a lot easier for these places to thrive. Like, because even though, like, they're red states, even on the coast, like, you think of, like, a Georgia. Is Georgia not red no more? Very recently, but it's very recently, blue, but traditionally a red blue. state, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I feel like even if you're living in a red state, if you have enough, the numbers of black people like living in concentrated areas, you still have the advantage to build community. And I feel like we have both <laughs> of those things kind of set against us. Like the, bu- the black population in Kansas City is close to 20 percent. Um, 20, 20, 20 to 23%. Somebody might have to check me on that. But I last time I checked, that's what it was. And we're in red states. And we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's just kind of those things, like, might be working against us when it comes to cultural advancement. Just because you think about, if you even think about just the history of truth, where, where your business is. Like, I mean, the redlining and just how we're specifically... Um, black people were kept out of certain spaces, but now we're meant, you expect us to build community um, and capital with one another without, after, you know, being exiled really from the city that we live in and helped, black people have been here for a long time. Like, you know, like Missouri was a slave state, like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Kansas was a free state, but there's a lot of long history with that, as you know, like, you know, the Missouri folk, they don't like us. I know, you know, just, I ain't gonna bring that up. (laughs) But um, there is a, Oh, this yeah. is a Wanda show. That's a Wanda <laughs> production. I'm just letting you know where you at. What territory are you in? I don't want to tussle. I'm like, he, had, he has a great poker face right now. He good did. choice. Good choice. Great. No, it was great. We actually talked about it in um, the last two episodes of season three. Um, just the history of that. I mean, it, it literally goes back to slavery. I know people don't like to date things back to slavery, but like slavery was a big deal. <laughs> like, slavery was a big deal in the founding of this country. And like it existed. Like, I want to say we just got to, what is it, like 250 years post-slavery, like to where like, I think we just got to the point, I want to say either last year or the year before, something like that, where we've officially been out of slavery as long as slavery lasted type shit. So like, it's kind of like, yeah, like 50% of the country's history had slavery. So like, we can't like, you know, ignore those things. But you know, Missouri was a slave state. Kansas wasn't a slave state. Um, I'm sure you know about John Brown, the abolitionist John Brown. White man, Topeka. Anyway, um, he was setting shit on fire in the name of freeing the slaves, keeping Kansas not a slave state, all of the above. But either way, like um, when you talk about KCK, um, you have to take into consideration Quindaro and like the black communities that were started over there. And 
Quindaro actually used to be one of the first HBCUs in existence existed in KCK. Western. Um, Western right. University. Yeah, Western University. Um, it's a black college, and literally um, black people would wait until wintertime, uh, the dead of winter, when the river would freeze and sneak over slaves from the Missouri side to the Kansas side and provide education and housing and all of those things. So um, I never understood um, – I understand it now because I'm an adult, but like when I was younger, I didn't really understand like what the beef was. Like what? Like, oh, you from Kansas? Like it was just like the scum of the earth, and it's just like, <laughs> and I was like, ah, but I look like you. Like I look like you, and there are people who don't look like us, who have the, who aren't gonna give a, f- a damn where we are from, uh, of which side of the river that we're from, and you don't like me just because of where my parents happened to, s- to decide to move <laughs> like that I had no control over. I still and don't understand it. Nah. I still don't understand it because like yeah. I, I don't know and you know maybe like my mind is obligated with so much stuff that that facts. It it there are lots of things to think it about. It should not be something so deeply ingrained. It don't make sense you know. It don't make sense even like the trace it back to slavery like okay like I'm from we're from Missouri and I mean I understand like the playful you know, rivalry. Yeah. I think we, we like to, one of the things I talk about is shattering silos. Mm-hmm. You know, like, really crashing through these silos. We yeah. <laughs> there's this tribalism that exists to create resources, to create mm-hmm. division, to, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't. I Nobody wants to, to be the other. In yeah. silos. I had a grown woman call me dirty to, like, from being from Guam. Like, oh, you're dirty. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. a strong See, word. that feels like fighting words. Like, yeah. Excuse me? It's a real perception I was like, there. you woke up at 8 in the morning and, like, that that was mind you, she's from Parkville. She was from Parkville. Like, she wasn't even from, like, oh, the part where, K- I'm like, the Casey Mo, the Casey Mo people would not have, igni- like, they don't, they wouldn't claim you. But yeah, nobody likes to corny. be other. Yeah. yeah. Nobody likes to be other. There was a, um, a Twitter thread centered around the NFL draft. And it was kind of like, a, you know, hey, visitors, welcome to Kansas City. Here are your do's and don'ts, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them was, like, wherever yeah. you go, like, don't bring up Kansas versus Missouri. Now, they only they only took it to just MU versus KU. Like, they just left yeah, it at it a like college. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they just left it at a college sports level, right? Um, but they were like, like, don't mention KU, you know, don't bring up Kansas versus Missouri. It becomes a whole thing. And so for even, like, people outside of the black community to also – recognize that um was interesting which we were going to touch on that the the draft we got two successful you know i'm gonna say independent business owners curious of uh how this weekend was Mm. y'all are both in like very centrally located areas that's that's nothing but alignment but it also (laughs) it didn't i'm gonna i will speak for myself it also was independent bookstore day so it literally phase be done uh it just worked out on my benefit which day was uh, Saturday was Indie Bookstore Day, and then leading up to that, I had events, so it just it felt like, yeah, if y'all gonna be in the area, you might as well come on and support. But so but that's like a regular week for you though, like low yeah. key, like you always have stuff going on. Like it's regular business, it business as normal. And I think a lot of the criticism was like, well, I guess a lot of small businesses kind of over prepared yeah. for. No, so yeah. I knew it was smoking mirrors. Um, mm. I got invited to be on this. Uh, it was called the something like that and it was uh, a program intended to increase minority participation in the you know I guess the opportunities of the NFL draft and so we sat on I think at least one meeting maybe two 
and they talked about all these things and what to do and how to prepare and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Literally nothing came of it. But mm. I didn't, I never thought of it like, oh, the draft is coming. You know, our business is this far from the, the you know, from the Union mm. Station the is going to be impacted. Mm. We had people that, co- that were in from out of town, but we always have people that right. stop in that are from out of town. And so it really, we didn't see a big drop off, but we didn't see an increase either. Um, we got a couple of really dope opportunities. Uh, so we got to, our juice was featured at a Clutch Athletics New Balance brunch. Yeah. And so that was, but that I was something that. that didn't, it didn't come by way of like, you know, the this program Fans that's for right. black folk, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just from us being in the flow of our natural, our yeah. natural business. Yeah. And so the draft didn't really, you know, I don't know, from a business perspective, it didn't really hurt or help us. That's good. That's good. A lot of like businesses were like spoken out about it. I haven't had a chance to even ask you about your. I heard it was like that. a furniture store, like that. It was a couple. It was. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, no. It was the really couch, cute bro. shop down in. You know, I'm not flying in from wherever the hell yeah. I flew back in. It's like it feels like there's sure some there's table. some audacity and like a little bit of an of like entitlement, mm-hmm. which is whatever. But I think if we naively believe that the only time we're going to see this huge uptick is when we have these like very national things that happen in this city but with little to no work on our behalf then that's never going to be the thing that sustains us but i think i just really saw in real time that people were thinking like oh it's people out of town and it's going to be a lot of people out of town oh that naturally means that my business is going to be booming and it's like but to your point about the furniture like who's getting couches shipped to them when they're on vacation or like you know not even really and it's ideal that people anticipate it you know mm-hmm. um i love all the mm-hmm. businesses that spoke mm-hmm. out because i'm about to name them but somebody on Twitter was like, football guy is not going to Cafe Gratitude. Yeah. yeah. Like, football He's guy not is not yeah. going You got to know your audience. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's ideal that people anticipate it because it shows that they, you know, took initiative on a, in a business mm-hmm. standpoint. But mm-hmm. it's, like you said, smoke and mirrors is a good word for it. You live yeah. and you learn. We got, what, four more yeah. years until the World Cup, you know. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do think that the – the city is conflicted in a way that, you know, if you're you're building these things, these very illustrious, visible, you know, brand building opportunities for a city, if you're building it in such a way that it is going to be impactful, then you're the one that's actually tricking the small business owners mm. because all of the sensationalism around the event, you're you're doing it, you're but you're it. doing it to to build the brand of the city. But you're doing it at the detriment of small Literally. business owners that are feeding Literally. into that. Like, oh my God, they're talking about yeah. these hundreds, what these crazy mm-hmm. millions of dollars. Where Selling is that dreams. money gonna flow yeah. to? Yeah, it gotta be at least a mm-hmm. hundred thousand flowing my way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, that's that's not really the deal. And there's no yeah. there's no protection from a from a city's perspective because I don't think that on a and this is it's dangerous to say, but it's true when you see it because of action. There's no. There's no true desire to really prop up that mm-hmm. sector. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no real, real desire from a, you know, from a collective standpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's maybe fact. there's some people that care about it. Maybe there's some pop-ups and there's some things that are like little yeah. sprinkles. Like mm-hmm. we thought you were gonna mm-hmm. do this thing. Yeah. But you don't see a consistent action to say, no, these are the the people 
that are doing the things that really, that really matter to, to the fabric yeah. of this city. Mm-hmm. Like, so we need to we need to really push them. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. there yet. It's, yeah. it's businesses pushing businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so yeah. the event you were yeah. talking about that collaborative. How how far back was that? Was that like a year ago, six months ago? Well, just the the incubator the that like yeah. This was, I mean, draft was this past weekend. This is probably a month and a half, two months ago. Okay. So it's pretty close to the draft. Yeah. And then as time goes by, you know, it's a couple of them talking like, hey, did, did you? And there's a few people that got opportunities from it, but not on a, a grand scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was something to say like, yeah, we had that. We mm-hmm. did that thing mm-hmm. with Program Right. Were mm-hmm. you part of that? Right. You know, it, it satisfied the. It feels like we right. are we want all the big things but we don't actually put in place like the the process steps to get to the final yeah. product. Like they I want to go to step I feel 2. Like as a brand, yeah. like as the brand of our city is very much like we were playing catch up. Like mm-hmm. oh, we see it works there. So let's just do it here and it's like, yeah, but also the infrastructure. Like what right. is it? Why we, you know, I mean right. it is a smaller s- space metro-wise. So I I do believe like 2 months is that would drive me crazy. But 2 months in, like out from an event this that big size, is like, yeah. that's not something you see other places. But the fact that I think we're constantly trying to, like, catch up and, like, be this bigger city without the infrastructure to sustain that, I think that's, it's, like, big idea, yeah. great idea. Beautiful. But yeah. the execution of it is where we kind of are lacking. Tow trucks came up. <laughs> Wait, what happened with the tow truck? Well, people were just saying, like, there were, like, crazy amounts city. of tickets given, you know, oh. for illegal parking and stuff like that. Hopefully a lot of people didn't <sighs> get actually towed, but, you know. I'm sure they did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. And Good honestly, that, but honestly, like, get off of that. Like, Casey, like, I literally have friends who visit me and, like, you know, like, you know, just as long as it's, like, the green sign, it doesn't matter necessarily what time it is. Like, if I could park here, like, you could <laughs> park there and, like, your car could be there overnight and no one's going to say shit. Like, you know, just. Like I it's just a lot easier going in that Yeah, way. but I feel like that's but to me you can't really care about your city when you do shit like that. Like if that's the case, go ahead and continue to build those um parking lots where you have to pay so at least people understand like what the the exchange is and like just I mean like when I go to LA like I don't I know that I'm not gonna find super close parking all the time to where I'm at. Like I'm probably gonna have to walk, but like I don't I laugh at the our pa- our parking meters. I don't use them. Like, cause why? Like they can't really yeah. They can't really enforce it, but I feel like you waited till there were a lot of people people here, and there wasn't a lot of parking to try to take advantage of that and come mm-hmm. up. And it's just like, where all this? Because apparently it's going to the city or these tow trucks, and just you know, like these tow truck companies, and like, so how does that? How do we circulate? How does that trickle back? To it, like how does that tr- exactly? Where, where did that? Where did it go? What are we exactly? Using for? Like, what do we? What do we fix? What do we? Exactly. Just like somebody potholes. mentioned, uh, damn, they threw the whole little draft shit up within a couple of days. Meanwhile, these potholes, like, I'm my car dove into the potholes. Well, I mean, like, how crazy is it to think yeah. that, like, you know, with this, there's this $100 million generation or whatever the number is. I don't know mm-hmm. what the fluffy number is. Mm-hmm. Well, then, maybe you could have did, like, ten, ten thousand $10,000 grants as a city to small businesses that were impacted from the this little yeah. s- mini city how is that is that a stretch to think that you can give right. away a hundred thousand and we see a lot million? of businesses asking that quick that like that's a tangible it wouldn't put a dent it wouldn't change anything i'm sure everybody on the mm-hmm. council will vote for it mm-hmm. but there's no like it's just like the fluffy stuff hey come smile for this thing yeah. come do this thing yeah, and i'm yeah. not gonna say like we haven't been um very very 
fortunate for collaborations, for support, sure. even Absolutely. from the city yeah. itself. But on a grand scale, I think there's opportunity. So but, I, yeah. I don't want to be critical without, you know, there's some there's some things that are, are done right. Of course. Yes. There's opportunities there's for much more. And offering yeah. a solution. Because I think, a, I, I feel like I saw a lot of small businesses that may or may not have necessarily, like, had an upward kick directly in response to, like, the draft. But, like, where's the scholarships? This is the city of entrepreneurship. And you want us to sustain as much as we want to sustain economically here for this environment. So, like, what's the quid pro quo for this? And also, also, if the businesses don't thrive, oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, yeah. I was just gonna say. Also, if you negatively impacted like my flow of traffic, i.e., the street is blocked off, mm-hmm. so the normal customers that would find mm-hmm. me and access me can't get to me. Don't you think that it's the responsibility of the city that's hosting this thing to also make sure, like, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna uplift said business, don't inhibit said business also, because you want my yeah. tax money. So just yeah. <laughs> make yeah. sure that I can still do what I need to do. To be on pause. I think one thing that Kansas City <laughs> like hasn't wish. really grasped yet and like luckily I feel like there have been some national platforms obviously where Ruby Jeans has been featured where Black and Brown has been featured um but I feel like you have to be like kind of those people who seek those things out when you go to other cities in order to approach places like that and I feel like one thing that Kansas City just like hasn't really like understood is like yeah the small businesses have to thrive here for people to want to come here. Like when you think about, like I can name like five black businesses in Atlanta that I've never been to or that I have been to or heard about it. So I know I got to go there mm-hmm. just because the business is mm-hmm. thriving mm-hmm. and it's not the only place like slutty vegan is like a, a place mm-hmm. like, or the, the chicken place um, that's out there, like where it's just all chicken or like um, to Sealy's, the raw, raw vegan, raw reality, the vegan mm-hmm. place where it's literally like Chipotle, but just like all raw vegan mm-hmm. ingredients mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the line is always out the door. <laughs> like you, yeah. if you pull up to Tassili's, you know you probably need to order in advance, yeah. type shit. But like even influencer culture benefits. Absolutely, from, I mean, absolutely. you don't see foodies and and you know vloggers going to Whataburger grand openings. Like because no mm-hmm. one gives a shit about that. Like mm-hmm. that that's in tech. Like that's where other people are. So like, what makes cities unique are the unique businesses yeah. that exist within the city. So it like, if it's like, oh shit, I got to go to Black and Brown. Like, oh, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a be in, in town for the draft or really just to see my auntie, but it just so happens to be the draft. But I got to make sure I go to this place. Like, I remember, um, Corey, when you told me you went to Chicago, um, you had the same situation. Like, mm-hmm. I need to go here before I leave. Yep. Like, I'm yep. coming to this black space before I leave. Like, I'm, I'm going to go to the No Name Library. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I got to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like, you have to have those you have to be successful to even have those platforms. And I feel like if you're not, like, investing in these businesses to thrive, like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, we can't just live off of corporations. Like, this was um, historically an, mm-hmm. an industrialized city, which is why we have so much land just dedicated to factories. But I feel like the the business-forward thing to do would be, like, even having spaces like what a space that we're in right now, like the Keystone mm-hmm. Collab, mm-hmm. like, where people could come work, network, and see other people who have other businesses. And I feel I just feel like the responsibility is kind of like what you said before. Like the responsibility to promote and make other businesses grow is just on the response is is our responsibility to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. and that's it. It is. Like I yeah. That, and that that's where I land on so many topics. On so many topics all the time. It's not they. Mm-hmm. It's me. Mm-hmm. It's me. Like mm-hmm. they shouldn't because they who are they? Mm-hmm. Who are they? Yep. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. don't really they? have an identity. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? 
Mm-hmm. Like we should, we they shouldn't do. You know, honestly, people stay stay over there with that mm-hmm. fluffy stuff. Yeah. Like, but we we can do it, but we got to do it together. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was so yeah. well said. You know what? That was, look, mm-hmm. you saying some things. Mm-hmm. You saying some things. I think. Mm-hmm. You, you Did y'all write that? Did y'all write that down? <laughs> like he he bought us some juices up in this thing. Like I feel energized. I feel like that's why that that Vine Street Greens got you feeling. <laughs> Good. Nah, you was prepared. I like that. <laughs> but we won't hold you too long. We know we got to skedaddle. But um, Chris, thank you for coming on the show. I really yeah. sincerely Truly. appreciate you um, coming. Oh, also, by the way, we got some for y'all. You know, we might do Tell a little giveaway. Little giveaway. If you, um, if you're, we're gonna make you Ruby Jeans fans too. If you're not a Ruby Jeans fan already, we definitely gonna slide you a little incentive. Um, be on the lookout for that. Um, we definitely want to include you with any type of activities that we do in the future. So, you know, you might see Chris's little juice, you know, you know, his little juice table little out grab somewhere. Grab and go. Yeah, a little on. grab and go yeah. situation. Come on, come on. So just be on the lookout for my mans here. But, yeah, like, thank you again for Absolutely. coming here. Thank oh, we didn't do colors. We didn't do colors. I know it's late, yeah, but, like, that's a good it's closeout, really important. Actually. A good closeout is to do the colors. Right. Y'all you know we do first. colors every episode. Because you ready. The name of it is yes. Sap Green. <laughs> Name is not tight. <laughs> Colors. That's kind of half of the allure. It's kind of like a light green. It's like a little light. What like what called seed. it to you? A little sagey. Um. So I had a, you know, I had a productive day, but I had a day. The weather was beautiful, and so I was just walking around the neighborhood doing my calls, watering the plants, and so on and so forth. So I feel real. Like just saying, like real sap. I was gonna say, like you wearing <laughs> green today, like yeah. yeah. Like just I feel flowy and easy and. I like kind of a more relaxing day. We, we could, what is that. this? Uh, that cotton? I don't know. <laughs> Egyptian stretch, cotton? Stretch cotton. <laughs> no, I like that. I need to get me some pants like that. I've been trying to get into the flowy pants game. That's oh that's feel like that's going to be my oh lane for the summertime. I need a breeze <laughs> here and there. I'll do my color. It's a uh, paparazzi. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> you got a dope name. It is. I know. I used to work for Sherwin Williams, and, like, the, the paint names were, like, it was a thing. Like, I prided myself in knowing the, p- the paint names. I don't know hardly any of them now. But, yeah, paparazzi, it's a it's like a deep, plummy purple. I don't and know. And why did you pick that? Because you want to be what? A plum fool. A plum fool. That is what. <laughs> nah, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I've been trying to find me some good plums. I know that. I don't know if they quite in season Probably at the Aldi's. Give it a minute. Yeah, give it a season. They ain't really quite in season yet, but you know what I'm saying? Like, the black of the berry, you know, that's kind of how I've been feeling. And as I've been at a, you know, I told you I had that really good batch of blackberries um, a couple weeks ago. And and I ain't been that same. Put the blackberries in the freezer? Oh, wow. Corey said put the blackberries in the freezer, y'all. Also, small, small. Might be an interesting. Texture. I feel like it do. It, it I love that that's where your mind went. <laughs> you went to tea. The seeds. The seeds. Oh, like you they feel less gritty that way. They do feel Man, less. Yeah. Get out of there. You can't chew aggressively, and you gotta have a toothpick mm-hmm. on standby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got. You gotta just you know. <laughs> you gotta know that you're walking into a dangerous yeah. situation. Water, yeah. Actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> True. True. Hockey. A water pick. You are an upper echelon, aren't you? <laughs> also, y'all, if you put your popcorn in the freezer, I don't, this is a side note, but it's important. If you put your popcorn in the freezer, like the kernel popping exponentially goes up, so you'll ha- have fewer kernels at the bottom you that are that unpopped. On TikTok. Nope, mm. I learned that from a TV show. 
Yeah, it's a real thing. Did you so try? I don't it remember out. what shoe it is. She's testing it out. It is, but it's a thing. I so popcorn can go in the freezer. No, you you just store, like, say, store your popcorn in the freezer. So, like, you put, like, three, four bags in there. And then, you know, when you get ready to pop it, you just, you know, the just as normal. From freezer all of them. to the microwave. From freezer to the microwave. Oh, that's crazy. So popcorn can go <laughs> And actually, freezer. once it works, again, just shoot me a text and be like, hey, it worked. You don't have to say much. You know, just, you know, I, I know just you're Just that you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you, when you do pop it and you're just like, ah, damn, it's only three kernels at the bottom of this. Like, I, wanna, I would like to know that it happened. And thank you. Thank you. It's going to huh. be great. What's your color area? Well... <laughs> Uh, we have a menstrual rose, which sounds <laughs> like it sounds. Um, it does. When I picked it, I wasn't thinking that. But uh, it's not that tight either. You know, I just I felt like, yeah. yeah. My st- listen, I was about I was ready to tell y'all uh, Dynasty Marquee, but apparently that's like <laughs> <the> <laughs> that's the name <laughs> of the line. Yeah, the name like of oh, the well line. this is this is much more boring. She's classy. Very like Miss Classy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She had a mauve carpet. Yeah. Oh, she classy. trusted y'all. Over the top. She trusted y'all. Classy. Okay, y'all had to take your shoes off. Uh, didn't have to at the beginning. Okay. And after a while, she said, that "You know what? That sounds right." She like a yeah. plastic <laughs> on the sofa type and uh, nah. free for all. Mm-mm. Everybody. That was Nothing worse than falling asleep on a, a sofa with plastic on it. Let me tell That's you. That's sweat. It's awful. <laughs> Wake up hot, your face stuck. To sleep. It's, it's, it's a lot. But you probably so it's a very uncomfortable. Good, two good real dreams, It's very though. crunchy. It's like you really got to like. The and me, I'm a little fidgety until I find my spot. And so like until I like sit still. <laughs> Definitely can't do no middle of the night. Corey, what's yours? Helps you from falling off the couch. Boom. Like stuck there. I mean, what if you get too hot to where you slide off? Now you're hot and you're slippery. We didn't do that with our furniture. They didn't care about the freshness of a couch. Though I did just watch some influencer talk about she just had like upcycled some uh, a very beautiful sectional from this old lady who kept the plastic on her couch from a 1930s couch. But damn. But now she just she got her dog and everything on that couch, and I'm like that lady did not save it for that. Wow, that's tough. That's hurtful. She was a white woman. I can't pick two. I can't pick a color, so I have two colors. Um, so I have hibiscus flower and kiss and tell. I'm like in a season of hibiscus, so that that's great. Um, but I literally just changed my wallpaper, and now it's like these colors. And so I think I'm in a pink season. Not you, pink. You fun. What? That sounds fun. My background. No, the wallpaper. Oh, you talking about? Oh, oh. I'm not that kind of. No, I honestly, I like, cause I know you're decorating your place. So I, my brain was like, which oh, room did she put the true, wallpaper in? But like, true. Yeah, no. yeah, but true. No, that's I thought wallpaper too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, see? Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. You always full of fun. Mm-hmm. It's Corey's color a color coordinator. Yeah, she can, if you ever yeah. want to show her the, your, your phone, uh, home screen, she could read your fortune just with that alone. Mm-hmm. She know she all could, about you. She's a personality yeah. reader. If you do. App colors mean things. Yeah. She's into colorology. This is her thing. You know, she walks around with paint decks yeah colors speak to me so yeah. i know your frequency that, that, that was some com- some bars low-key but i'm not a rapper <laughs> <laughs> are you sure <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like it psychology around like color theory so just you know i think it it just be mattering and i think it's also hard for some people that's that's originally how i started asking people about their colors it's like 
how how often do you ask people like how are you today and they're like i'm cool and then they go home and they might be tweeting and they're like life is falling apart and it's like yeah but what color are you because that tells me a lot at me we did that like during when we were coaching like that was an intro we like before circle. we could like a good temperature check before we get into practice like what did you go through today or Where you know, you if your day was Where black you like you know just or you know it's gray like i don't yeah You got a tree house in your attic? You hella fun. I like that. Oh. <laughs> 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 I ain't want to play you. I ain't want to play you. <laughs> there, you got to do a vibe check. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that vibe check's better. And then the, the same going out. Like, what are you taking back out into the world? So, yeah. Oh, that's head. really good intentional. I, I just, we are just makes me spaces. feel good. Like, you got to know where you at in a space and be able to be like, it's not a good one. But we're <laughs> not sprayed there. Yeah. Or I swear. Like, real life. Look. Yeah. Know thyself. I will walk into a space and not feel the vibes and, like, come up with a whole new plan. I will go to my car and Look. say, like, you know what? Do I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. Which day? <laughs> <laughs> Today. today like i think the brands are pretty strong i think the brands are pretty strong. in like the most like organic of ways like the brand is the brand through and through like the energy that you get when you have an experience over a conversation it carries through yeah. like you know you might have come in here with like a bad mood and we gonna laugh about something yeah now it yeah. you gonna get a little distraction for at least the next hour or so yeah. but what do you think radical alignment means radical alignment like when you hear it, like what do you feel? What do you think? Um, I feel like it's it's being very bold about um, just being conscious of who you are, of where you are, of being in the right current of life, not just like oh I'm just bouncing, I'm doing this, mm -hmm. my mind is here, I'm there. No, I'm gonna set a true action and purpose and intention behind being in the right flow. I don't think I've had anybody explain my shit that well. Like that was, that was, I'm blown away. I'm blown away that that is what you felt. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Because I mean, there were intentions behind those words. Like when we decided on what the name was gonna be. Like so, yeah. That's exactly it. I don't even have to. I don't even have to follow up. Copy paste what you said. That's exactly what it is. But yeah, putting some intention behind. I mean, radical is one of those words. Like it's kind of, you know, not the not the mainstream way, but it's very much like yeah, if you are gonna do it, like you absolutely by any means necessary, unapologetically, and you gotta do it unapologetically and with intention, not just. Again, remember I told you before, I'm a doer. A lot of people sit up and talk about the things that they were gonna do, and and not put no action or a plan of action behind it. And then the alignment part is absolutely just that, like just flowing and knowing that like what's supposed to be here will be here and like the things that are supposed to come and go will do those things and you're always in the right place so and i you know i think that like so i'm a buddhist as well absolutely but clearly <laughs> clearly <laughs> but we how many juiceries you got we get burnt out you know yeah. like you get burnt out you absolutely. get tired and there's nobody there's nobody on the planet that doesn't get tired mm -hmm. but i think that radical alignment it could be misconstrued as like a you know I'm always forcing this thing to be like this. I'm radically pushing this thing over here. And sometimes it's extremely radical to just let go. Look. Oh, is this camera on him? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, 
<laughs> That's real. For real. Oh God, that was real. That's a message. Please let them know. Tell them. Tell the whole tips and the team no sleepers that like you need sleep, yo. Like you need What's balance. <laughs> What well, I can see it happening. <laughs> you know I ain't gonna never tell you. <laughs> There's nothing worse than seeing that ash spot. I'm sorry. I like, I could just, all I see you. I'm be, my bad. I ain't mean to call you out. You did though. Know you did. It's funny because it was in my peripherals, <laughs> and I was like, "Why well, ain't <laughs> you moisturizing? Like, like it's comfortable over here? <laughs> like, what is cool?" But you was recording, so I was like, let me keep it quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Chris said, I Chris thought Goose. we was recording tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we was already on camera. My apologies. Look, no, you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> I don't want to start no forest sliders. <laughs> well, I would say thank you again as uh, Corey puts away her. Uh, <laughs> don't double down. That's the huh right there. That's the huh. That's the huh. Do you yeah, see what yeah. happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you be, then you be trying to make it seem like it's me. Me? Me? Who pulled, who pulled out the, the goddamn body butter? Secretly. <laughs> Secretly. That wasn't nobody business. Well, who called you out? Me? Was but it you me? doubled down. Or, you did it most recently, so I'm going to say it was you. Wow. All I know I ain't is never been, we are good I now. I ain't never been lifted up so high and then thrown under the bus so lowly in <laughs> such, such a fast time. Like, that was just quite a switch up there. You know oh, what? See? Oh my God! Yeah. Drop in, uh, Please don't take her there. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't take her there. We were so close. Wow, we we're so close. We we're so close. And you a Leo, so I was like, like that, that's your family. Like that's your family. Wow. They drop. They Look, because he wasn't a true king. Thorny thicket. All right, all right. That's another story. It's happening. It's already happening. It's a, it's, it's a, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I have a personal vendetta with Disney movies and how they portray the villains, and mm. I just feel like Scar had. He had an issue. He had a valid issue. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's that's, that's all I'm gonna say there. I'm gonna leave it there. I know all the listeners like have heard me rant and rave about Scar, and uh, I'll spare y'all this time. This time, only this time. She'll, ex- she'll elaborate That's when we cut the how lights. I <laughs> got my scar. Word? No. Oh, what this is, is song on YouTube. I'm not going to rewatch it. I don't know how this go for real. If I ain't gonna do oh, you got to nah, find it and drop yeah. the link. I bet. It feeds into the narrative. Yeah. She'll tell you after. Yeah, I'm going to find that. But my son been playing this thing, and it's, it's about. It's like so he know. Thing about. The nah, babies scar, are enlightened. Scar, Understanding. scar was a jealous dude. Scar, Uh-oh. Scar struggled <laughs> with like some deep-seated jealousy. I mean, Uh-oh. he was the older of the two brothers. What so that, when what you, is that, what does that mean? Sometimes, well, Uh-oh. when you, you pass along yeah. kingdoms, it typically would go to the old, the eldest child, the eldest brother. <laughs> and on top of that, in the wild, <laughs> capability. I don't care. We're here. We're doing it. Capability and capacity should be taken into consideration because if you got a company, you built this company. And then, okay, eldest, ah, my middle, and ah, it might be the youngest. It might be the it might be the oldest. But I think it's about capacity and ability because you but see, you, this can, is you why can inherit something that's dangerous for you. But see, this is why colorism in 
Disney movies matters, right? So I don't know if you noticed, know dark-skinned lions, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they kind of exiled them out to the Outlands, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing. And then those were the followers of Scar, right? But he had a black mane. Mufasa had a blonde mane. Typically, in the wild, when male lions fight for the top spot, when they lose said fights, their manes turn blonde. It's like literally like a, a pride thing, like literally like a personal embarrassment. So it's like stress, like a stress like line, you know. Um, who, who's the damn, who's who am the I thinking of? <laughs> who, who's the, the superhero whose hair turned white? Can't think of it. Is it a st- it's not a storm. It's, it's anyway. Is it Rogue? No, it's Gene. Meanwhile, the lion who is the more powerful lion, their mane becomes darker. It com- becomes more melanated. They flip-flopped it, right? They flip-flopped it. Now, you know what I'm saying? If the colorism with the lions was different, but they needed the, the dark-skinned lions to look bad. They needed the dark-skinned lions to look like the troublemakers, the bad lions, you know what I'm saying? The ones chilling with the, you know, chilling with the hyenas, doing all, you know. But I feel like a lot of those actions were probably, like, imagine, so you the lion with the black mane, so you've been winning all the fights, and you the oldest. How did, how did Mufasa get here? How did he, what are we doing? Like I definitely feel like, and, and you exactly, yeah, you and you never know exactly. You never know, like, cause why was Kovu fine in the second one? That don't make no sense. Why is a lion fine to me? That's weird. Anyways, <laughs> like that is weird. That's it weird. is weird. Why you get his lion green eyes? One lion, one dark skin. A, a lion fetish? Absolutely. Whoa. <laughs> I did think Kobe was fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. But make that make sense. Why do I, why did you humanize these lions and give them dark skin and light skin traits and this and that yeah. and such and such? Now the dark skin lions was out in the, out, in the Outlands. Yeah. Oh, don't go there. Don't don't even look over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't go over there. Like, you know, just. Where the sun doesn't touch. Everything the light, but everything the light touches is yours, though. I'm just saying it don't make a whole lot of sense to me. So, I'm just saying there are a lot of groundbreaking moments in one's life that, often turn into catalysts for you to behave in other ways. So I feel like being deprived in those ways would definitely make me get a little outlandish. You know, it would definitely maybe incite me to, uh, you know, find an uprising of another species to conquer conquer the lions. I mean, you never know anyone's emotional capacity or state, but I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying. That's pretty deep. I'm going to do a whole series on Disney movies. You want me to break down how Bambi's a hood classic? <laughs> All right, we'll save that for another. We'll save that for another. She does a dissertation. I do she a has full a dissertation. dissertation. <laughs> it's a it's a gambit of them. Dude, you go you watch YouTube these with Disney your son, movies like with your kid and like watch. Get how cringy some of these moments are. Like to the point. I mean, if they have, if Disney literally has to put disclaimers, hey, just so you know, a little bit of racism on this. So just ignore it. You know, you never gonna watch Shrek again once you realize he a black man. It's not going to feel the same for the rest of your life. I'm sorry I just ruined it for you. But no, no, <laughs> you didn't. I mean, you know, because I think that, like, you know, like, even through, like, I, and I'm thinking of it from the standpoint of being a father. Sure. Um, because, you know, my son is going to watch this stuff, and it's still going to take me, like, clarifying for him, like, his power, who he is, what's going on with him, no matter what kind of weird stuff he may be exposed to. Right. You know, like from my, my ignorance or from just the world. Yeah. But and it's, it's just perspective, too. It's not it's even it's powerful yeah. to be aware. Yeah. You know, like awareness and like that vantage point is, is super dope. That's pretty deep. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for the game. No, I, you know, look, I watch a lot of animated things and coming. 
the children are our future. I got to know what you thinking. Like, all right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Radical Alignment. Um, it was a pleasure having Chris Good here with us today to talk to us about all things health and juicy and all of the things, you know what I'm saying? So Ain't juicy with Chris Good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, go ahead. Give us air. Yeah. And that is a wrap. We'll wrap it up then.